Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It's time for the Chicago Blackhawks postgame show on the Blackhawks Radio Network. Here's Joe Brand. Well, this hardworking Blackhawks team just pulled out a victory that, I don't know, I feel like they had no business winning this game. Calgary fighting for a playoff spot. They're at home, and the Hawks, despite being outplayed in the second period, pull through in the third period, and they sweep the Calgary Flames in the season series. They put out the Flames three times this year. I'm Joe Brand. This is the Blackhawks postgame show. We're taking you up to 11.30 tonight as we recap this 4-3 victory over the Calgary Flames. Let's quickly head on over to the Scotiabank Saddle Dome and bring in Troy Murray, who's been on the call with John Wideman tonight. And Troy, it's, it's something about the Hawks taking on Calgary this year. It brings out the best in this Hawks team. Very hardworking tonight. Just a quick memory, too, because they didn't dwell on the first five minutes of the game where they were outplayed by Calgary. They didn't dwell on the 20 minutes in the middle of the game in the second period where they very well were outplayed. I mean, they, they really pulled through tonight for a big win. If you're the Calgary Flames, you just <laughs> got to be shaking your head. Uh, you know, I you can't think that they were looking past this game to the game against the Jets, but they just seemed a little bit off, not focused the way they need to be. I thought Nazem Kadri had one of the worst games I've seen him play. Just, I mean, mistake after mistake. The goaltender didn't look sharp. I mean, that's kind of been an issue all season long. The fans here were giving it to him after he made a, a routine save later on in the game. Um, but for the Calgary Flames, a devastating loss. This is, you know, a season sweep by the Blackhawks. And if you're the Calgary Flames and you don't make the playoffs, you kind of look at this as a series that you know could be the difference and the fact that they've got 15 losses past overtime or past regulation uh, those extra points certainly come into play and you know for some reason the Blackhawks just had a, a great season against the Blackhawks last time they were in here they dominated they won that game five to one they were able to battle hard in this one capitalize on some mistakes by the Calgary Flames. Mrazek was good. So, hey, you got a good feeling going to the game against the Vancouver Canucks a couple nights from now. Yeah, and kudos to this team picking up another win to begin a road trip. That always just kind of makes the whole path a little bit easier. Uh, But you're right. I mean, Calgary came into this year with all these high expectations, and it's uh, really coming down to the wire for them right now. Uh, Some more positives I want to pull out from this Blackhawks team, though. I mean, Lucas Reichel Maybe one of the best road games we've seen him play. I, I thought his decision making in terms of passing tonight was really on display, and and he made a lot of great little subtle plays defensively in this game as well. Just getting the pucks out at the right time, not trying to do too much, not trying to over stick handle. He went into the forecheck one time, stripped the puck away, won a battle, set up uh, Athanasiu on, on another opportunity which he didn't score on. Those are the little things you want to see. And this is not, you know, Calgary's a big team, and they play a heavy game. And Reichel was right in there with all these guys the entire time and not afraid to, to take a hit to make a play, not afraid to be standing along the boards when some of the big defensemen were, you know, pinching down on them, make, making a play, taking a hit. Uh, some excellent uh, 
passing plays with his line mates there. I thought him and Athanasio in this game really fed off each other. And Jonathan Taves, kind of the stabilizing guy down the middle, uh, organizing everything, and uh, just a, a real strong performance. And this is a real good sign for Lucas Reichel that he can come into this type of a game where this is a very meaningful game, and this is the things that the Blackhawks want to see him be involved in is is these type of games against a team that has a lot riding on it, a big moment for the Calgary Flames, and a big moment for Lucas Reichel to step up and play a game like this. Well done. No, for sure. And quickly with Athanasiu as well. We're not quite sure what's going to happen with him this offseason, but almost like Boris Kachuk, he's kind of taken a revamped role in this later half of the season. And especially as of late, Athanasiu has has really risen to the occasion lately. And it's nice to see him click with uh, Lucas Reichel. And I know just one game, but Jonathan Taves, too. Yeah, he can be hot and cold. And right now, he's hot. He's got goals in in three straight games, four total in that one, and assist as well. Um, He's just got the speed to scare people. And when he, he finds that rhythm and he needs a guy that can help him, uh, because he, you know, he, he's not a he's not a, a pure type of playmaker, um, and he, he's he uses his speed and he can finish plays, and uh, you know, playing with Lucas Reichel, I think you know that combination just uh, I, I thought it was good in that game um, before the road trip, and now you come in here and and you dominate in this game, and that and again, it's not an easy team to play against. The Calgary Flames are a good team, and there was a no easy matchup for Reichel and Athanasio and, and Jonathan Taves in this one. And if you're Jonathan Taves, you know you want those big matchups because he's used to it. But I didn't think that Reichel and Athanasio were intimidated in this game at all. And it will be interesting to see what the Blackhawks decide with to do with Athanasio in the off season. You know, he's, he's closing in on 20 goals. That's pretty good. Yeah, and and quite a turnaround too uh, from what kind of the struggles and, and speed bumps, and like you said, up and down that he had had earlier on in the year. Troy, are you uh, going to sneak Dave onto the team plane tonight? No, <laughs> he's going to drive back home. <laughs> you at least going to pitch him some gas money or anything? No. 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 <laughs> I don't I didn't know. <laughs> he wouldn't take it anyways. He's he's probably uh chalking it up as a, a work a work trip anyway. So he, yeah. he'll he'll uh, tax it off right off. I don't know. I, I, do, do they have taxes in Canada? Is that how that works out there too? No, they have a lot of taxes up in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that that might be for another post game show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Troy. Well, great stuff. Fun game, fun win. And uh we'll see what they can do against the Vancouver Canucks in a couple of nights. Yep, sounds good. Nice job, Joe. All right, thank you. That is Troy Murray. He and John Weideman on the call tonight. As the Blackhawks upset the Calgary Flames four three tonight up in Canada. This postgame show rolls on to 11.30 tonight. And if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200. Um, this, is, this has got to be one of the more interesting wins of the year. And I think you know where I'm getting at because, of course, we've been talking all year long about the value of losses um, when this team goes on an eight-game losing skid and other losing streaks We talk a lot about what is at the end of that tunnel in terms of what's available at the draft, and everyone's got their eyes on the prize of Connor Bedard. And Again, nothing is guaranteed, even if the Blackhawks do finish with the worst record in the NHL. They are not guaranteed Connor Bedard. They do have the best odds to land Connor Bedard, but they're not guaranteed, and I can't stress that enough. But let's also remember there's five games left. The Blackhawks were sitting towards the bottom of the standings now for a couple of days after finally 
catching, if you want to call it that, catching the Columbus Blue Jackets. But obviously, these are two points where you look at the schedule and you're not pretty much expecting the Blackhawks to come away with two points tonight. But now with this game, they are now with 56 points on the year. They're tied with Columbus and Anaheim and all three teams with the same winning percentage. And really quickly, I want to go to uh, Scott Powers' Twitter because he tweeted out the tiebreaker is first regulation wins and then regulation slash overtime wins. Right now, the Blackhawks have the most wins overall of that trio with 25 the Blackhawks are now 25-46 and 6 after this win against Calgary. Columbus 24-45 and 8, Anaheim 23-44 and 10. And again, all three teams with 56 points all tied for that bottom spot. But it's going to come down to the final game of the season. That's that's just what it is. And if it's not with the Blackhawks, it's going to come down with whatever two teams are down there. There is still value from wins like this, in my opinion. You might disagree with me, and I understand why you might disagree with me, but there are still positives to pull from games like these. There is still an importance on building a good culture, a winning culture, even if a handful or even if the majority of the players on this team aren't on the next successful Blackhawks team. Because once again... You are showing what Luke Richardson is capable of by guiding this team and having this team adjust and improve. Remember, they were outplayed by Calgary in the first five minutes, yet the Hawks scored the first goal. They were really outplayed in the second period, yet they didn't allow Calgary's lone goal in that second period to just put the Hawks away in the third. And I mean, they came out swinging to begin that third period. And I just want to correct myself. In that second intermission, I I kept giving the wrong shots on goal for that second period. Calgary outshot the Hawks 19-4 to in that second period. Again, this was a home game for Calgary. They're two points out of that second playoff spot behind Winnipeg, a team that they're going to face next. And, I mean, John even said it. The third period might dictate the Calgary Flames season. Now, that might be a bit of a stretch, but in a way it might not. Because now they have to go and beat Winnipeg in regulation just to match the Jets. I mean, I know this is easy for me to take this take, but this is more of, wow, I can't believe Calgary let that game slip. you got to give a ton of credit to the Hawks. That was a gutsy, hard-working win. We can't say it was their best win of the year because... They beat the Boston Bruins earlier this year. But no matter what, no no matter what this team was capable of, at the beginning of the year, I would not be willing to bet that the Hawks would beat the Calgary Flames three times this year. And the crazy thing is, both regulation wins were on the road. I mean, they went into Calgary with a goal in mind, and they shut out the Flames. I mean, not literally shut out the Flames. They, they shut up the Flames in back-to-back road games. That's that's an impressive win. And again, it shows you what Luke Richardson is capable of. And it shows you what Kyle Davidson is capable of, of constructing a team. I, I mean, this is the other thing about it. And 
We've mentioned how Kyle Davidson's roster construction, right now he's trying to build a suitable team that can stay competitive, that can work under Luke Richardson, that Luke Richardson can work with. And wins and losses aren't the most important thing. Of course, Luke Richardson and that Blackhawks team wants to win every single game that they can. That's their job. That's not Kyle Davidson's job. That's not the front office's job. And Kyle Davidson is kind of knocking it out of the park in terms of what his goal is right now. I want to pull up one tweet that I got, and this is from a, a constant listener, and I really appreciate all their constant back and forth that they bring us. But their latest tweet at me was, Kyle Davidson rips apart, eviscerates the Hawks. We're in a rebuild. The Hawks finally get to to the bottom, this close to the pick, and what does Kyle Davidson do? He brings up Lucas Reichel, the only natural goal scorer in the organization. This is an incomprehensible move, potentially costing us the future. There's a few holes in this argument. uh, Lucas Reichel's been up for kind of a while now. He didn't come up right when the Blackhawks got the bottom spot. The other thing is, there's still five games left. And those are five big games. Now, yes, there are some very winnable games for the Hawks on that schedule, especially showing what they could do against the Calgary Flames right now. But Columbus just got hot. San Jose just got hot. I know Columbus just lost. And they actually lost again today against Toronto. But there are still five games left. Let's let this play out. And the other thing is, nothing is guaranteed. You're trying to do what you can do to make the team manageable, workable, competitive. And again, I can't stress this enough. It's not Luke Richardson's job to lose games. It's not the players' jobs to lose games. It's the exact opposite. And we've got a lot to get to. Luke Richardson already chatted with the media. Looks like Athanasiu and Reichel did as well. We're going to get to all that, but we got to get to a break. We'd like to get to your calls and texts, though, too. 312 981 7200 uh, we got a few texts already from the 708-773. We'll get to those after this break. Blackhawks beat the Calgary Flames 4-3. to You're listening to the postgame show on 720 WGN. We're getting to your texts, calls, and tweets here on the Blackhawks postgame show. Hawks beat the Calgary Flames 4-3 to tonight up in Canada. I'm Joe Brand. This postgame show rolls on to 11.30 tonight. Uh, for the 708 area code, I don't want our team to fall two spots in pick fifth. We are five years too late to celebrate late season wins as moral victories for a team culture. Uh, a win that did not need to happen. Now we have to hope the Ducks and Jackets win since the Hawks have more wins. Um, got another text here. Hi, Joe. This is Adam from Romeoville from the 219 area code. Uh, was an impressive win with Andreas Athanasiu in my opinion, is the best Hawks player right now. Do you think he'll fit in with the rebuild? Also, Mrazek has a solid performance. Definitely no complaints with the goaltending this year. Um, Okay, these are two totally separate points. I want to start with the one from 708 Area Code regarding the Hawks now being ahead of the Jackets and the Ducks. Right now, if we look at the draft standings and the odds, if the season were to end today, the Blackhawks have... An eleven and a half percent chance to land the first round, the first overall pick, also the second round pick. 
They have a 7.4 chance to land the third overall pick. 40 points, 40.7 for number four, 28.8 for number five. And uh, our tweeter from earlier that I was talking about said everybody knows that you don't, you're not guaranteed the number one pick even if you fall at the bottom, but you are guaranteed the top three. That is a fact. Right now, if the season ended today, Anaheim would have a 25.5% chance at the number one overall pick, 18.8 for the second overall pick, and 55.7% for the third overall pick. I'll say this again. There are five games left. A lot can still happen. Look at how much happened today. And I get it. It's because the Blackhawks have more wins. That's why there is so much of a swing. But there is still a lot of hockey. There's five games left in the regular season. Both teams, all three teams still have to play. A lot goes into it. If you disagree that a moral victory tonight isn't important for a team down the line, I will just bring up this argument again. If this is what Luke Richardson is capable of with this team, with this makeup, against that Calgary team, how do you feel your odds are with him with a good team? With a team that wants to go on a long playoff run? How do you think that Blackhawks team looks? How attractive do you think they look to free agents, future free agents, thinking, man, everyone raves about that Luke Richardson guy. And how he gets that team motivated to play each and every night. To take down a Calgary team in a meaningless game for the Hawks. I could see myself being a part of something like that. What if that plays into a factor later on? We'll get into more of that later. we got to get to the WGN Medicine Newsroom. A lot going on in Chicago today. David Jennings is there. We'll have more of the postgame show rolling on until 11.30 tonight. 720 WGN. Sweep dreams. I made of the Blackhawks taking down the Calgary Flames three times this year. I'm Joe Brand, and I'll be here until 11.30 tonight. Hawks postgame show rolling on here on 720 WGN. I uh, want to get to a, uh, just a couple more texts and tweets before we hear from Andreas Athanasiu, who scored two goals tonight. I, I feel like I'm talking half Hawks fans off the ledge and giving the other half a voice who are happy about this win. I get both sides of it. I'm not trying to say that they shouldn't have won this game or that, boy, this was such a a pivotal win for this team, this organization. I get it. I get what is at the end of the tunnel if this team f- finds themselves at the bottom of the standings. However, I do still see values in wins. And okay, if I'm being challenged on the thought that a win today on April 4th isn't going to be important for the next successful Blackhawks team in a couple years, which all this is about, okay, I hear you. I hear what you're getting at. But the other thing is, what are they supposed to do? What is Luke Richardson supposed to do? What are these players supposed to do? Not play? Not try? I I just don't see that part of the argument. And the only other thing I'll bring up from the one person that uh, keeps tweeting at me. And again, positive. I, I, tweet at me all you want, please. Text us, 312-981-7200. Call us, 312-981-7200. The argument that Kyle Davidson whiffed on bringing up Lucas Reichel at this point because they're at the bottom of the standings, I don't get that argument for a number of reasons. Number one, this is his third stint here, Lucas Reichel's, this year, fourth overall. And he was up here before the Blackhawks had the bottom spot in the standings. And it's not about 
keeping Reichel down so that the Blackhawks can lose. It's about Lucas Reichel's development and making him a better NHL player for the long-term future and bringing him up at the right times and at the right points and then putting him back down in Rockford to work on more things and take in some high-intense playoff atmosphere games down in Rockford once his confidence is all up. Lucas Reichel's making some great strides, and I'd rather see that happen than him not be at the NHL level so that the Blackhawks might lose a couple more games to better their chances at landing Connor Bedard. I don't agree with that. We're going to hear from Andreas Athanasiu, and one texter even wants to entertain the thought about bringing back Andreas Athanasiu next year. Uh, I will talk about that after we hear from number 89, who had two goals tonight. How did you sum that, that went up? I think it was just a good game. I think we were with it for the full 60, and uh, you know, I made a lot of smart plays, uh, took, took care of our own end, and uh, I think we just capitalized on our uh, opportunities. Knowing how much it meant to Calgary and how important that was, did it feel extra good or extra motivation to, to spoil it for? Yeah, I mean, any game you come into, you want to win. Obviously, we know, uh, you know some teams are fighting for playoff spots, and um, you know, it's a good way to come into a game and kind of be a heartbreaker a little bit. So it's, uh, you know, all the boys in here want to come out and play hard and, you know, first and foremost, just uh, try to get the win. Why has your group been so tough for Calgary this season? You took yeah. six points and you guys got all six. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I think we just, <laughs> I guess we play solid against these guys. I don't know. They're a, they're a good team over there. I think, uh, you know, sometimes you get some good breaks and then uh, it's just been, you know, it's went our way in those, those three games. Four goals and three games for you. What's what's clicking? Uh, I, you know, I don't think I've changed really anything. To be honest, just kind of go out there and work, and you know, whenever you get the chances, kind of just bear down. And fortunate enough, they they've been going in right now, so haven't really changed much, to be honest. Playing with Taze tonight, was there some chemistry there? Is it nice yeah, I mean, I think that guy can play with anybody. I mean, oh, he's uh, such a horse out there. He's so strong, and he makes such you know unbelievable plays. So it's kind of just being ready because you know he sees you, and you might not know that he sees you, but you got to be ready because. You know, nine times out of ten, he's going to make um, an elite play. So he's a lot of fun to play with. It's a, you know, it's a great opportunity for sure. We'll give Andreas Athen a CEO, our player with the most heart, which is sponsored by Northwestern Medicine with teams that take on the toughest cases at over 200 locations. He had two goals tonight, five shots on goal total, uh, one shot blocked, one missed shot, two takeaways, and he lost one faceoff. At the end of that interview, Andreas Athanasiu saying he doesn't feel like much of his game has changed. He's been doing a lot of the same things. The only thing I'll pick apart about that is I feel like he's shooting the puck quicker and choosing better spots and reading the offense, reading the plays, reading the drives a little bit better. A lot of times this year we saw Andreas Athanasiu just get to the net as quickly as he possibly could, and before you know it, he's past the goal line with the puck, and he's got nothing to do with it. I do think he's clicked well with Lucas Reichel. You just heard him rave about playing on the same line as Jonathan Taves. All those are good things. All those are things that wouldn't happen if Lucas Reichel was not up here, if Jonathan Taves didn't muster up the courage and the energy to make a return to this Blackhawks team. The 219 area code, Adam from Romeoville, was asking about, do you think that Athens would be a good fit for next year? I kind of do. And remember, at the beginning of the offseason, 
Kyle Davidson signed Max Domi and Andreas Athanasiu, each for one-year contracts. And from that moment, it was speculated that they were trade bait. That came to fruition with Max Domi. That wasn't the case with Andreas Athanasiu. We asked the general manager earlier this year about, you know, do you are you up front with players saying that, hey, you know, this might work out for both of us, things like that. And, and he kind of shooed away the fact that they don't, sign players to trade players, and okay, diplomatic response, you've got to say stuff like that. I'm not poking holes in his statement, but I'd imagine if Athanasiu was off to a better start this year, there's a greater chance he gets moved. If that is the same type of deal, an option for next year, I'd be on board with that. I'd be on board with that with Max Domi, too. Athanasiu seems like a very popular guy in the locker room. He's a hard worker. You know, that's that's the only flaw about Andreas Athanasiu in my eyes, is that he's too fast. That's the only thing. And when put on the right line, when put on the right team, I think that can be explosive. That can be very dangerous for a playoff team. So let the Hawks reap the benefits of that. Maybe... If he is with this Hawks team next year, he feels a little bit more confidence, feels a little bit more rhythm, and is ready to work more with the offense that way. Again, if you'd like to join us, 312-981-7200-779 area code. Yes, I definitely agree with whoever said keep AA for next season. I'm with you. I, I, I see how that works out on both fronts. Lucas Reichel, I thought, had a great game tonight. Maybe his best road game of the year. Let's hear from the Blackhawks' top prospect. Uh, so you snap a eight-game losing streak. Is it? Does that feel? Eight-game losing streak. Yeah, obviously yeah. not good. Uh, but I think yeah, it was a good response. And they like still in the playoff run, so it was, we kind of like wanted yeah give everything and then uh, yeah give hundred percent. And first period was good. Second was like oh, they came came hard on us and had so many chances. But Morazic was really good tonight. And third period he just played smart. Knowing how much it meant for them was that extra motivation to try to play sport. Yeah, for sure. It's, it was a good like challenge for us, and uh, yeah, I'm glad we won. What was working well for you and Andreas and Jonathan? Um, yeah, I think yeah, we had a uh, yeah two goals. I think uh, uh, good, just like good skating and uh, good like two passes by Taser. I think everyone had a touch, and uh, yeah, just like you know, like everyone knew, like. Uh, yeah, everyone had good support, and uh, that's uh, that's why we we scored. But uh, yeah, it was it was good for for all of us. You're at 13 points in 21 games now. That would be more than 50 points over an 82 game season. Do you just keep building confidence, and you feel like you can really succeed at this level. Yeah, I just want to like win games and uh, yeah, keep going like that and uh, play with energy and uh, just enjoy it. And uh, yeah, that's. All I wanted to do. Two points tonight with two assists on pace for 50 points in an 82 game season in pretty much his first year in the NHL. Lucas Reichel, the only guy at the top line that was not factored in tonight's three star selection, which by the way is sponsored by CarStar. Trust CarStar, North America's leading premier collision repair provider. With your collision repair needs, visit CarStar.com to find a Chicagoland location near you. The number three star, Jonathan Taves. The number two star, Noah Hannafin. And the number one star, Andreas Athanasiu, who we heard from a little bit earlier. But those numbers I just mentioned, two assists tonight, on pace 
for 50 points in an 82-game season. Posed by the question, Ben Pope of the Chicago Sun-Times. Big thanks to Ben for the audio as well. That's why Lucas Reichel is here right now. Not to sabotage the potential of falling towards the bottom of the standings. He needs to progress and learn and grow at an NHL level the right way. And then when it's time to go back down to the AHL, that's what he'll do. And that's what the Blackhawks will do with him. And they'll tell him about that. I think that's the other big thing is there's a whole bunch of transparency going on in that aspect of this organization. They're telling these prospects when they're going down, why they're going down, which I think is even more important. And the prospects understand, and they're on board with it. And Lucas Reichel had a great game tonight because we've been critical about him passing too much or too soon or at the wrong time. That was not the case tonight. Loved his pass to Andreas Athanasio when it was kind of a two-on-one because he had to. Kind of got the puck to his skate and then had to kick it up to his stick to get it back to Athanasiu, who scored the goal. And then on the first goal of the night, kind of a, not a no-look pass, but a pass with his body going the other direction. And then Athanasiu with a shoot-first mentality. Those are the things we were critical about earlier. And you're seeing Reichel grow. And you're seeing Athanasiu make adjustments. And that's why it's important for those things to start to click because it overall benefits the team moving forward. And I get it if you're upset if they won this game. I do. But let's wait it out. There's five games left. And I'll say it one more time. What else are they supposed to do? We'll take one more break. When we come back, we'll hear how it sounded up at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Hawks beat the Calgary Flames. They sweep them 4-3 in tonight's game for three straight wins in the season series. This is the Blackhawks postgame show, 720 WGM. You know, I wanted to ask Troy Murray this question. When the Blackhawks took a 3-2 lead in the third period, they played this song at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Say it ain't so by Weezer. And Troy... Could not let me hear the end of it, how I kept calling Mackenzie Weger Mackenzie Weezer when I was filling in for John Weideman over there. And I, I wanted to ask if Troy recognized that they played that song and who sang that song, one of the best darn bands. No, I, I won't even say that. I'm the biggest Weezer fan, and I won't even say that. Anyway, Hawks beat the Calgary Flames 4-3 to tonight. They sweep Calgary in the season series. I'm Joe Brand. Uh, we got a few minutes left. We're going to hear from Luke Richardson. We're going to play highlights. If we got time, I'll get to your calls or texts. Why don't you try it? 312-981-7200. But let's hear from the Blackhawks head coach. What worked so well in that game? Uh, I think the the word work was probably the right one. I thought the first and the third were really good. I thought we skated both uh, you know, forechecking and tracking. We, we, we didn't let them kind of have a lot on the rush. And the second period, we stopped skating. So uh, we let them kind of have uh, most of the period in our D zone. Uh, but I thought our guys reacted well in the third and we got back on the horse and put pucks behind them and got those two goals. And uh, then that then that makes them push. And I thought we defended our, uh, especially in the front of our net, uh, other than you know, a tough bounce off Mitch's uh, skate. Other than that, we defended in front of our net really well in the third. Was there something that worked so well against Calgary all year? I mean, you, you won all three matchups. I don't know. Maybe they had confidence from our last two matches, but uh, I think we just uh, skate well here. We know they're a big team, and, and we don't want to let them play heavy on us, so we got to move our feet and play quick. And I thought we did that in the first and third, and we I thought we struggled a bit in the second, and, and we, uh, you know, I thought we recovered, and, and, and sometimes you can't, but I thought our guys really, I thought double-A was excellent tonight, uh, you know, not just offensively, but tracking back and making good plays in the D zone, so that was frustrating on, on their team, I'm sure. 
how would you assess how Tate's looked? A good, you know, I mean, I, you know, he's still, you know, an uphill battle and, and catching up at this time of the year in shape, but uh, he's smart enough to, make, uh, you know, take short shifts, and uh, you know, he knows how to, uh, you know, he knows how to play the game so well that uh, he knows when he can battle and then maybe play on the inside and catch his breath for a second. But I thought he made some really excellent passes tonight. Um, you know, even on double A, and, and after he scored the first one, uh, he broke his stick on the next one, but he made a great play from behind the net to the, to him there. So, and at the end, he won a crucial draw and then and battled on the second one. So uh, that's what he's known for, and he, and he, and he was definitely going to be out there at the end of the game for that. That line, the third line that had been clicking so well and maybe faded a little bit the past few games, it seemed like they got back to what they were normally doing. Yeah, yeah, just forechecking, and uh, you know the resulted in uh, in the goal, our second goal in the first period. And I thought, you know, any luck uh, in the in the second period. Uh, Anderson on the back door it was a nice pass by Bo, but it just didn't. It just hit the post. Uh, but they were they were playing great defensively tonight, and they were creating chances, and that's what they were doing a little while ago. It was really cool to see Jonathan Taves lead the handshake line as the Hawks were exiting the ice at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome after that win. Big smile on his face. He kept hearing about how he would be in the locker room after the Hawks were winning games, even when he was on his hiatus this year. Uh, Good to see Jonathan Taves having fun once again. Let's hear how it sounded from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome tonight. Again, the Hawks were outplayed in the first five minutes of this game, but they were the first to strike. Jones, he'll fire from the right wing side. Through the Calgary crease and away to the far boards. Taves got it there. Now Athanasiu cutting to the slot. Fires. He scores! Andreas Athanasiu lights the lamp first time in this game. It's the Hawks one and the Flames no score. The goal at 5.09 of period number one. Athanasiu with his third goal in his last three nights. But don't worry, there's more. It was a great setup, though. Digging out by Jonathan Taves and the far board. Setting it up. Over to rather getting the puck to Lucas Reichel. Reichel then setting up Athanasiu. Talked about it earlier. Just Reichel passing at the right time, having great vision on that instance. And Athanasiu not holding anything back, just throwing it on net, see what happens, and it gives the Blackhawks a 1 nothing lead. Shortly after, though, Calgary would tie things up. Elias Lindholm back of the Hawk net, jostled off the puck by Taves. Flames get it back. Manji Apani centers for Defoli. He scores. Well, Tyler Defoli, the lead scorer of the Calgary Flames, adds another one there. And for Defoli, that's goal number 34 on the season. It almost looked like it was a partially broken play. Tyler Toffoli was a plus 130 to score before tonight's game. I thought that was incredibly low. I don't think I've ever seen an anytime goal scorer with that low of a payout. But, uh, man, they knew something. His 34th of the season, he has been on a hot stretch. Third goal in his last two games, seventh point in his last four games, but still uh, Toffoli tying the game up. However, the Blackhawks were able to sneak in a lead in the final minute of that first period. Joey Anderson of the Hawks skates it ahead. He's hit hard by Zadorov in front of the penalty boxes, but dumps the puck down behind the net. Kachuk's got it in front of Kara. Backhand, he scores! And a great play made by the Hawks. Anderson dumping the puck down. Kachuk took it behind the Calgary net and found Jujar Kara cruising at the top of the crease. He went from forehand to backhand and put it into the top shelf with 37 seconds left in the period. It's 2-1 Hawks. And I keep talking about how this was more of a Calgary loss than a Blackhawks win tonight because, again, they're fighting for a playoff spot. They're two points behind Winnipeg. And Nazem Kadri goes half-hearted to the puck behind his own net. And just kind of softly, one-handed, just holding the stick, tries to poke at it. The Hawks pull away with it. Kachuk sets up Kara, and they take a 2-1 lead. Second period, 
was all Calgary. Noah Hannafin scoring the only goal of it. They outshot the Hawks 19-4, to but then in the third period, the Hawks came out swinging. Athanasiu with his second goal of the night, him and uh, Lucas Reichel going back and forth, doing a great job of setting up each other. Austin Wagner scores his first goal as a Blackhawk, and that ended up being the game decider as the Hawks close out a 4-3 victory over Calgary, sweeping the Flames this season. The Blackhawks' next game is going to be against Vancouver. That'll be in a couple of days. That'll be game two of this three-game road trip. Blackhawks Hockey is sponsored by Sitco. Adventure awaits. Fuel up first with Sitco. Budweiser, ComEd, ComEd powering business, powering lives. United Airlines and Plumbers 911 Chicago. Visit plumbers911.com for emergency plumbing service. Big thanks to Jack Heinrich, Ben Anderson, and Krista Flores here at the station. John Weineman and Troy Murray had the call. Hawks beat the Flames 4-3. Next game is Thursday night. Hawks visiting Vancouver at 9, pregame show at 8.30. David Jennings has your news next. After that, it's Raleigh James. I'm Joe Brand. We'll talk to you tomorrow night for Blackhawks Live.